yeah, the online dating pictures and profiles that people put up, you know, really it is advertising and you want to show up the best way you can. And some people don't even sort of bother. They just sort of throw up pictures of them with like their cat. And they also have weird bunny ears that they've put on themselves. (laughs) Take a girl and a guy and they fall madly in love and form a family. Sprinkle in some counseling degrees and a doctorate. A dream of transforming relationships as we know it. And 20 years later, we give you power couple Dr. Ray and Jean Ketkodian. And this is Couples Synergy. Welcome back to another episode of Couples Synergy with Dr. Ray and Jean. Hi, I'm Dr. Ray. And I'm Jean, and this is our podcast about love, marriage, and relationships. Please check us out online on our Facebook page and Instagram at Couple Synergy or our website, couplesynergy.com. And be sure to subscribe to our podcast or send us any suggestions on topics you'd like to hear more about. And now on to Couple Synergy, an in-depth look at love, marriage, and relationships, where we bring you our experience helping thousands of couples transform their relationships for over 20 years. You know, everyone says you should work on your relationship, but nobody teaches us how. So we've created this podcast to teach people what they can do to create the relationship they've always dreamed of. With the partner they fell in love with. On today's episode, we welcome Maura Gagan. She is a personal wardrobe stylist and founder of The Wandering Parisian and Dating with Style. Welcome, Maura. Thank you so much for being on our podcast today. Thank you both. I'm very excited to talk to you. And, you know, before we started recording, I said I was going to butcher your name and I apologize. (laughs) (laughs) You had it in your head. I had it it in my head and it just came out the same way. How do you pronounce it? So my name is Maura Gahan. But like I said, if you want to pronounce it Gauguin, um, (laughs) that's fine. It just goes with wandering Parisian too, right? I know. I know. I really should think about that. Well, you know, before we get into your story, why don't you tell us a little bit about what you do, the Wandering Parisian, how long you've been doing that, and, you know, kind of what what your focus is. So Wandering Parisian came about, um, the idea really came about in 2018. I had spent some time in France, as you may have guessed. Um, At the time, my then husband and I had taken about three months um, off. Well, I took work off. He was actually working, but we went to France uh, for that time. And I was just kind of shoring up ideas about whether I wanted to continue work that I was doing, which was in public health Uh, research behavior. So I was focusing on maternal and child health. And I uh, was part of a contracting company that was working for USAID. So we, we looked at behaviors that, you know, enabled people, you know, motivators, or that were disabling for people to reach um, healthcare services and how we could help them. So I had done that for a while and was really excited about, it. but I think, you know, at that time I really reached a point of, is this, is this what I want to be doing for another, you know, 10, 15, 20 years? So 
my then husband said, you know, why don't we just, you know, go to France? We'll kind of figure it out. And while he was working, I was figuring it out. And one of the things that um, I really noticed and just thought, you know what, I want to do something around this. This is inspiring me. Is noticing how people dressed in France, you know, they, it was very effortless and I'm and men and women, you know, it was like, they actually gave thought to what it is that they put on their bodies and how their style really resonated um, with who they were and who they wanted to kind of show the world that they were. So when I got back to the States, I said, this is, this is, this is what I want to do. And I took classes to become a wardrobe stock. I list and I started my own business. Um, and so with Wandering Parisian, I work with professional men and women and to help them achieve the goals that they want to achieve in terms of, you know, if that's like showing up as the professional person that they want to, they want to up their look uh, professionally or personally. Um, and the personal part, uh, really kind of led into people that were dating. And so I created dating with style, which again, focuses on men and women that are a little bit older that are getting back out into the dating scene. And that's who I work with a lot. I think that's really interesting because as human beings, we form habits really quickly. And that as we age or, you know, styles change, it's kind of like, uh, what's my go-to? What do I feel comfortable in? And it's very difficult to, you know, expose yourself to new things and new styles and, and update your look and feel better. I've actually used someone as well because it's, yeah, it's an interesting thing that you go through. And I think it also, you're not the person you were 10 years ago or 15 years ago. And it's a journey of self-discovery and, you know, kind of letting go of who we used to be and stepping into who we are now. Have you found that, that it's difficult for people? I think, I think the want is there. And so when people contact me, they already have decided I want this. Like, I don't have to convince anybody, but what I hear a lot is I would have never cho- chosen that for myself. I look amazing, I, but I would have never thought about this, which kind of, I think, goes with what you're saying in that, you know, we sort of have this tunnel vision or sort of a historic vision of who we are and how we've been, been that, thus far. And so it is a little bit hard to see how we can look different and how we have changed and elevate that in a way that really brings to life who we want to be. Um, you know, for instance, okay, so I'm located in the DC, Maryland, Virginia area. We have a lot of people here that work for the government. And it's, it's, it's generally what I would classify as very conservative. So recently I had somebody say this to me, um, I want to dress the way I feel. I dress a certain way for work. I'm really conservative. I'm in navy blue all day. That's not who I am. So I think also too, what our what our jobs or whatever whatever we're doing has kind of made us look a, a way that we're not necessarily feeling 
And so, which is fine, you know, that's sort of compartmentalized, but we, we, we need to be in touch with that and honor how we feel about ourselves and, and dress in a way that makes us feel that way. Yeah, I think that's very important because we do get that tunnel vision or we think we look a certain way and then we have a photographer take a picture of us and then we take a look at it and we're like, what? I didn't know I looked like that, you know? And, you know, I have a, I have a client right now that is, you know, he is in his fifties and he is, you know, back in the dating scene and he is looking, you know, he's, he's doing the online dating, which is something that he's never done before. And yeah. that's kind of like an, an advertisement of yourself. Yes. Yes. Um, that. <laughs> That's an understatement. And some people take it to some interesting extremes. Um, and some people don't even sort of bother. They just sort of throw up pictures of them with like a fish that they caught, you know, or right. Or like <laughs> their cat. And they also have weird bunny ears that they've put on themselves. Or something, you know? So yeah, the online dating um, pictures and profiles that people put up, you know, really it is advertising and you want to show up the best way you can. And, you know, a lot of that is dressing the way, you know, that highlights your silhouette and um, also photographers are not, it doesn't even have to be professional, but, you know, a photograph of, or, you know, pictures that really highlight that too. So I do tell people, I, I help people to create outfits that maybe, you know, make them look best because they're wearing that color, you know, that brings out their cheeks or really brings out their eyes or that style that really brings out and highlights the best part of their silhouette because we've taken into consideration what their body type is, you know? So there's all these sorts of things that people have to think about that, you know, frankly, when you're a little bit older, you're getting out there, it's like, oh God, do I really want to do this? <laughs> Why did you decide to specialize in people that were like 40 plus? So um, I am 40 plus. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just say that. Um, so I found myself out into the date in the dating world after being partnered for about 18 years. So, um, my marriage came to an end and, you know, it took me probably, I wouldn't say quite a year, but, you know, of my friends and family kind of pushing me, like, you know, get your toes wet, you know, just, just kind of get out there. And it, for me, it was very daunting, you know, and, uh, I mean, I hadn't dated since, 1998, you know, I think Clinton was an officer. <laughs> no, Obama was an officer at that time. <laughs> but, um, you know, it had been a really long time. And so even though I knew how to dress myself, I knew the difference between what to wear on a happy hour date versus, you know, going to the symphony, it was still super daunting to put yourself out there. And as you said, on the on an app or a profile, creating a profile, you know, and so I created it based on myself, you know, what I was feeling. And if I was feeling this way, I knew that a lot of other people were, were feeling this way and needed help. So, um, yeah, I come with a lot of empathy for sure. <laughs> <laughs> How did you figure it out yourself? 
did you go for, you know, any uh, guidance from anybody else? So I have, so there's a lot of, um, you know, for, for main people that are listening, you know, there, there are dating coaches, you know, there are people that will help you create profiles. They'll even sort of respond to some people that write to you, that text you, that you match with. I didn't do any of that. You know, honestly, it really was um, fire by trial. Is not how the, the saying goes. Um, you know, I, I just, I kind of figured it out a little bit, but you know, it's, it, it was, um, I don't say hard work, but it was definitely a process. It was a process and it knocked you down. You know, it's just, it, it is, you know, people aren't always nice. <laughs> dating apps um it's it's almost like an alternate sort of universe but on the flip side it's also really fun and it's really fun to meet new people and you know especially for people that have been partnered a really long time they realize that a lot of the people that they know are couples they don't know a lot of single folks. And so they're now finding themselves in a completely different space, you know, having to go out and make even friends, not necessarily people that they're dating, but meeting people that are maybe going through what they're going through um, and are single. So that, that happened to me when I separated. Um, I realized that everybody I knew, knew me or us, you know, with my partner as a couple, and I didn't really know any single people. So, I, you know, to go out by myself was really like, oh gosh, who, who am I going to go out with? Um, so it's an interesting time where you're meeting new people. Like I say, not necessarily people that you're dating, but, but you know, other people. So you're in a sense, reinventing yourself, you know, in all Absolutely. aspects. Yeah, absolutely. What do you do when you run into someone who, you know, maybe is a little bit more resistive and it's like, well, that color is not really me or that kind of style is just mm -hmm. not me at all. And they just don't feel comfortable with that. Yeah. So um, people that I work with, like I say, I don't really have to convince people that come to me because they already know, like they want something. They just don't know how it's going to look. Um, they have some ideas. Uh, so what we do is I try to work off of the goals that they have and show them the possibilities. And when they really, it, it is a process, you know, they try on those high-waisted pants or they try on that shirt that, you know, they don't have in their wardrobe. Guys, maybe not having lavender, you know, whatever that color is, kind of pushing that and sometimes people like it and sometimes people don't. And it's really about how they feel. If they don't, then they don't, you know, because when you feel good in your clothes, you put, put out uh, an energy, you put out a vibe of confidence. So I think the worst thing that I could do as a stylist is put some somebody in something and just say, no, just try it out. You know, you'll, you know, you'll, you'll get into it. And they just not, they're just not feeling it. So we do a trial and error. Um, one of the things that I like to do with people is take a picture of them in an outfit so they can see, sometimes it looks a little bit different than in the mirror. So they can see how they look. Um, 
so yeah, I, I can kind of push people, but if it, if it's not a fit, you know, of what they're, they're trying out, then it's not. And then we, you know, we put things on them that, that do fit. You know, one of the things we hear a lot from people when they're, um, in a bad place in their relationship, they always say, I want to go back to the way things used to be. And I wonder if people who are dating, especially after a long period of time, are still trying to attract the 20 somethings they were attracting when they were in their 20s. And does changing their wardrobe allow them to attract someone that is a, a different and maybe better fit for them? Um, <laughs> that is a really, really good question. Um, one of the things that I like to help people do is to look, and, I, and this is a bit of a double-edged sword, so I'm going to explain this, help them to look age appropriate. Okay. Now the double-edged sword here, I will say is I have difficulty when I see things that say, you know, women, these are the 10 things that women over 40 shouldn't wear because you're automatically putting out a limit. And I don't think that that's fair. And I think that, and I don't think that's necessarily right. And again, it's usually geared towards women, right? Let's, <laughs> let's be honest. The society well, we live in. They have those lists coming out for men now too. Yeah. <laughs> um, but then the flip side of that is, and this is mostly what I experience is people are at a point where, you know, this used to work for me, this used to work for me, but I don't, I'm not feeling this anymore. And I want to elevate. I want to look better. So I don't have a lot of people that kind of, you know, want to put back, put back on a tube top, you know, or show their belly when they're, you know, in their say. But again, <laughs> that's your style. That's how you feel. You know, that's how you feel your power. I'm going to help you, but I really want uh, to help people meet their goals. And usually it's really, you know, kind of elevating and looking, you know, elegant and classy and really highlighting who it is that they want to be. So I don't run into that a, a whole lot, I would say. Do you see any patterns of like, common mistakes people are making? <laughs> um, so this is what I'll say. Uh, both men and women, I would say, have, and, and I don't think this is a conscious thing, so, I, so I'll, I'll put that out there. I think they have sort of mental blocks on how things are supposed to fit. Mm. So for instance, men have um, a little bit of difficulty when they try on things that are fitted and they think this is tight because they're used to sort of the baggy sweatshirt or the baggy jeans and pants. But as we, most of us know, when you wear baggy items, oftentimes it makes you look heavier and it doesn't highlight you know, the highlights that you have of your silhouette, you know, it makes you look bigger. So I try to teach people how to shop for themselves and their body types and how things should fit. 
So I think that, you know, across the board, I have found, I mean, I have even found where I had a woman who clearly she was a size two, I mean, or maybe even zero in some things, but most of the things that she had a beautiful closet, most of the things in her closet were a size four or six. And I kept saying to her, did you lose a lot of weight? She was like, no, I've always been the same size, but she never, um, she never really knew how things were supposed to fit. And I think part of that was, and again, this kind of goes back to our behaviors and what we've been taught and sort of our history. She was a woman that was very slender, but she had a bigger chest. And I think she was always kind of told to cover up. So she had baggier things, which really didn't highlight her silhouette and make her look at as elegant and elevated as she wanted to look. And so when I was showing her sort of, you know, she had on a blazer one time and I grabbed like all of this excess fabric and I showed her, I said, look, this is, you know, and it's not hitting you right on the shoulders and the like, but it just didn't resonate with her. So yeah, it's fit, I would say across the board. Are you looking for some great ideas for date night? Or are you looking for some great ideas for family bonding time? You know, we're a big proponent of spending time doing new things that are thrilling and exciting. Look up theadventurechallenge.com. That's theadventurechallenge.com for a couples edition and family edition. Now, these books come with 50 scratch-off adventures for couples and also for families to bond together and have some great fun together. Use coupon code COUPLESSYNERGY when you're checking out for a 10% discount. Hashtag COUPLESSYNERGY approved. We always are looking for some great times. Again, that's theadventurechallenge.com. That's theadventurechallenge.com and use Couples Synergy as the coupon code. I think that's an important point to stress because there are styles now or fit that exist now that didn't exist before, you know, and you're talking about men and, and kind of that baggy clothing. I mean, this slim fit or athletic fit that didn't exist when I was growing up. And now the suits that I, you know, I just had a, a suit made actually for me in DC, actually. <laughs> and it was okay. an amazing experience. Like they had this body scan, you know, and they, I was able to pick out the fabric and uh, the buttons and everything, you know, that and it was custom made and the suit fits perfectly. And the other day. how do you feel when you have that suit on? Oh, it's, it's a power suit. You know, you feel very confident and, you know, it's not the suits that I used to have because the suits I used to have were very boxy, you right. know? And so there is much more of a, a tailored fit in the waist and, you know, it's not tight, but it fits really nice mm -hmm. and it feels great. Yeah. Right. And it, it, it makes the difference. It really does make the difference. And I'm glad that you highlighted um, the athletic fit. So guys that, you know, work out, you know, have a little bit of bulk maybe on their thighs or around, you know, the back part of their silhouette, you know, they can, they can also find suits that fit them, even though they think, you know, they've got to kind of go bigger 
um, to, to, to fit and they don't, they just need to, to find that athletic size that fits them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You're just not going to pull a suit off the rack and have it fit you. You're, you are going to have to go get it custom tailored for your, your body. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's also something that, you know, most of us, as we age are not off the rack. Um, and even if maybe at one point in in time we were, you know, things change and move and, (laughs) you know, we just, (laughs) (laughs) um, so one thing I always tell people too, is to really find a good tailor that you trust, um, to help you just make the, because those minor adjustments, they really do make the difference. Can you tell us a story of someone you worked with that was, you know, a really great success story that felt really good? Um, so one thing that we actually haven't talked about. So the first thing for a lot of people, what I do is I like to do a closet audit. And so a closet audit is really going in and better understanding what exists in the closet, what can stay, what needs to go. Um, and this is kind of a wind for me anyway, it's a window into people's lives and who they are, you know, what, um, what decisions around things that they've purchased in the past, you know, they've made and why, you know, a lot of times you'll pull things and there's a story. So sometimes it can be very sort of a a long process, which I enjoy because it it gets, it gets, um, it allows me to get to know my clients. So um, there was this one woman that we went through her closet and we went through everything. You know, it wasn't just the professional closet or the dating closet. It was through everything. And at the end of it, she, she felt so relieved that she, she was giddy. She was like, I feel so good. I feel so amazing. And we hadn't even gone shopping and got our new outfits, but it was just this relief, this progress, this way. The other thing is too, she had lost some weight. So it, you know, she was really kind of standing in her power, as they say, you know, she was really feeling that success of, I am no longer that person. I feel such a weight, you know, off of my shoulders of, you know, getting to my, getting to my goal, going through my journey, you know, this is all kind of worth it. And, um, I was like, Oh God, don't cry. (laughs) But, you know, people just really, you know, this is, it's a little bit more emotional than I had even, um, known, you know, going into it, but it's, um, yeah, it's, it's really gratifying when, when you can help people really reach their goals. You know, I just think about the energy of that, of walking into your closet and going, what am I going to wear? And if you eliminate all the uh, clothes <laughs> and yeah. you walk into your closet uh, and you're like, oh, everything here is going to feel good, look good, fit good. That would be a great feeling. That's yeah. right. That's mm-hmm. right. Yeah. I try to make it easy for people, you know, just get even get, getting get to them to have what I call a capsule wardrobe. So it's a really simple kind of basic wardrobe that they can expand from, but it allows them to mix and match and know that everything goes um, and they can interchange things and and still feel themselves um, and then bringing those pieces of accessories that 
will highlight it, you know, make it, make it um, a little bit more interesting, but mm -hmm. uh, yeah, capsules are very key to what I do. For me as a more than 40 plus, <laughs> I find the most difficulty shoes. I, yeah. I used to love wearing high heels and my feet don't like them anymore. <laughs> and so yeah. it's like, well, what, what's the other option? Do you have to have like the nun shoes, you know? <laughs> <laughs> well, for a lot of people, um, when they get older, their arches fall. And so what that means is that your feet get wide and their shoes or that size that used to fit just doesn't fit anymore. So for people that are interested in wearing heels or maybe not the big heels that they had, but some heel, you know, especially women that are petite, you know, that would still like to, to wear some kind of a heel. I'm speaking for myself, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> um, there are things that are, you know, there are lines of shoes that don't sound sexy, <laughs> but have really, um, interesting shoes that have expanded sizes. So that have like a wide shoe that still has a heel. So if, if you need that, it gives you that extra space. So your feels, your feet don't feel scrunched in a shoe and you know, that just kind of doesn't work. So there are options for sure, for sure. Um, and you know, there, if you're a flats person, you know, they're really cute options too that don't look like the corrective shoes that you don't want to wear that the nuns wear. <laughs> now, I, yeah. I know that you do a lot of this um, consultation for people who are getting back into the dating field, but have you done any kind of consultation for couples who are wanting to kind of update, you know, their style together and feel good and working together and, and improving. Yeah. Yeah. Actually I've, I've had a few of those. Um, and so one of them, they, they own a business together. They own a business together. Um, and she had, she definitely had a style and a brand that she, she cultivated and she was looking to have her husband come in and kind of look the part um, and so they would, they would look, um, like a couple, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, then I also, so recently, gosh, this was probably early summer. I had a couple who, you know, they're probably in their early forties, I would say. And, you know, they had little kids and I think, you know, when you have kids, it's a life change. And I think they were both kind of feeling like, you know what, just because we have kids, little kids, that doesn't mean we have to wear clothes that aren't us um, or are stain resistant. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah. So, yeah, I've, I've done that and, you know, kind of makes them feel you know, the more themselves and not just a parent, you know, do you do, do you do all your work in person or do you do virtual as well? I do virtual as well. Yeah. Because, uh, that allows me to reach more people. Um, yeah. And, you know, I can't always, uh, travel to everybody. So, mm -hmm. yeah, I think that's really important for 
couples to really keep in mind is as you are, and when we're working with couples, they are reinventing their relationship. You know, they're really trying to level up. And so there are times that we would, you know, suggest for couples to go take a dance class together or go and get a photo shoot done together, right? Because it's that bonding experience that's really important for them. And so this would just kind of round out that whole experience is kind of reinventing, Mm -hmm. you know, how you present yourself, you know, to the world and to each other. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think also too, and I I had made mention of this uh, earlier is that, you know, people that are kind of in their forties, they've reached a lot of times in a professional sense, they've reached a different level, you know, where they're not, they can afford more. They want to level up. They want to pare down what's in their closet to those key pieces that really look good on them. Um, and they want to get rid of maybe the H and M forever 21, the, you know, those things that were maybe spoke to them before, but you know, it's not them anymore. Yeah. That's the hard part. I think, cause we do get so habitual. Um, you know, another thing I think is interesting is makeup mm-hmm. because you can't wear the makeup you did <laughs> before without looking a little scary. <laughs> well, well put. <laughs> um, well, and, and trends change too, mm-hmm. you know, um, now sort of full brow for women is in, whereas in the nineties, you know, we plucked our hearts content, um, (laughs) but that's not, yeah, that's, that's not the trend now either. Mm -hmm. I think also too, you know, and as we get older and as, you know, hair color changes or hair changes, you know, those colors that used to look good on us, makeup and clothes may no longer um, look good on us. So, you know, things do change. And it is worthwhile to kind of work with a stylist or a colorist or somebody that can help you, you know, just make you look, make you look uh, good. Do you find that there's a difference working with uh, people who live in more rural areas versus urban areas or different parts of the country when it comes to style? I think that's a really interesting question. Um, I think what kind of bothers me is um, people think that they don't deserve a stylist. That's not me. In other words, sort of saying, I don't really deserve to, I'm not that important to look good or to spend money on, you know, something or someone that, that does that for me. So um, I think people in the urban areas are a little bit more conscious about how they look um, versus rural. But, you know, that, I mean, that, that's kind of a, a broad brush. But I think, I think it's more or less people that kind of, oh, you're a stylist. I bet you work with, you know, this kind of people. And, 
And for me, it's like, no, this, this should be something that everybody should be able to afford. Um, and at some point, you know, use as a service to, to help them. And this also kind of puts, um, helps me, I like to educate people because of that, right? Because you, you don't always have the resources to do this. But if you know, I, for like myself, I'm a shorter person. I am five feet, but I know how to elongate my legs. I know how to use colors that create balance in my silhouette. I know a lot of um, tricks that, that work on my silhouette. So if I can educate people, they can use that and go shop. They don't necessarily need to shop with me, obviously. Um, so I, that's what I like to do uh, for my clients. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I was just thinking because we go back and forth from Chicago to Colorado and I definitely don't wear suits in Colorado, <laughs> you know, and I have to shift my different styles. You know? Yeah. 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 But I mean, style doesn't necessarily mean dressing, dressing up. You can have casual or leisure wear that still looks good on you and isn't, you know, too big or makes you look kind of frumpy. Mm -hmm. You know, I I spend a lot of time in leisure wear, frankly, but you know, I also want to look good in it too. Mm -hmm. Great. Well, if someone were to uh, get in touch with you and want to kind of see more about what you do, uh, how would they get in touch with you? Um, So I have a website uh, wanderingparisian.com. Um, I, am also on Instagram at the wandering Parisian, and I started a new Instagram. It is at dating with style club because dating with style is already taken. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and then I, I gave you my, I don't know if underneath this video, you'll have my email, but people can always reach me at wanderingparisian at gmail.com. And what would they expect if they got a hold of you? What could they expect? Um, so I offer people a 15 minute free consultation because I, I want to hear what their goals are. I want to hear what their challenges are um, and see if it's a good fit. Because, you know, maybe I'm not your person. I mean, I'd like to be, but maybe, maybe I'm not. So I just let them kind of let, um, tell me what it is that they're looking for. And I tell them how I can help them. So that would be the first thing. Um, It's just, just hearing people out and seeing where they're at. And then kind of coming up with a proposal, um, after our conversation. So I, I kind of write up a little summary and uh, you know what I kind of propose moving forward based on their goals and what they've told me and what is within my skill range, you know, cause I'm also, I'm not, I'm not a dating coach. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. um, and then I email them that proposal and also, you know, what the time frame would be, you know, how much I would charge and they can, choose one service, you know, you know, part of the proposal, the whole thing, you know, depending on where they're at and, and what they want. So I'm very flexible. Fabulous. Wonderful. Maura, thank you so much for being on our podcast today. Thank you guys so much. It's really fun. fun. Yes. (laughs) should say merci beaucoup. uh, (laughs) The wandering Parisian, right? (laughs) 
Well, we, we want to thank you for joining us today and, and thank you to all your all our listeners for tuning in to Couple Synergy. Our passion is in helping couples and people have happy and healthy relationships. And this podcast gives us a fun way of bringing our knowledge and expertise to you, our listeners. For all of you listening, please subscribe to our podcast and please leave us a review. If you have any questions, comments, or topic suggestions, please email us at contact at couplesynergy.com. For more information about Couple Synergy and our programs such as the Home Study Course Relationship 101, the Couples Weekend Intensive, and our premier program called Couple to Couple, look us up online at couplesynergy.com. And if you know someone who could benefit from this episode, please download it and share it. And thank you for listening. Until next time, synergize your life and synergize your love. You have been listening to Couple Synergy with Dr. Ray and Jean Ketkodian. Couple Synergy was recorded, edited, and produced by Dr. Ray and Jean Ketkodian. Voiceover and music entitled Breathe and Let Go was recorded and composed by Gina Gonzalez.